you're listening to the This Is For You Too podcast, a space we've created to not only encourage you, but ourselves as well. And with that being said, make sure you share this with everyone you know, because just as it is for you, it's for them too. So now let's get into the conversation. Hey, 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 how y'all doing today? How y'all week been? I know it's been a minute, but we are back with another episode of You Already Know. This is for YouTube podcast. If you join in for the first time, welcome, baby. If you return, welcome, baby. <laughs> and you know, I can't do that by myself. Like, gotta have my Nikki D. What you got? Hello, say? everyone. Oh, my goodness. Episode seven coming at you. Let's get it. We got a good story we're going to dig into today. I ain't going to give y'all too much juice before the demo, so I'm going to just... Because <laughs> y'all know, y'all ever, like, did it, like, your mom won't give you something to drink, like, while you eating, and then you can drink after you eat? I don't know. I saw people do that at lunch at school, like, they would eat their food, then they would drink. If you ain't neither one of them people, just discard this story, and let's get into it. <laughs> Judge, don't judge me, judge your mammy, your auntie, <laughs> her greasy green grandpappy. As I said, we're gonna get into this. We're gonna dig into the story. Jesus calmed the storm. So we gotta start off with the scripture, and it starts in the first gospel, Matthew chapter 8, starting at verse 23, like the goat he is. <laughs> it says, When he got into the boat, his disciples followed him. And suddenly a violent storm arose on the sea so that the boat was being covered by the waves, but Jesus was sleeping. And the disciples went and woke him saying, Lord, save us. We are going to die. He said to them, why are you afraid, you men of little faith? Then he got up and rebuked the winds and the sea. And there was a great and wonderful calm. The men wandered in amazement saying, what kind of man is this that even the winds and the sea obey him and that's the amplified version wow oh man i mean if you grew up in the church this was one of those stories that you hear all the time but i love as we're getting older now hearing different perspectives from that story and so as yeah. you all know especially with this podcast we love bringing different perspectives to you but one yeah. that actually just came to mind as you were reading it um, and it maybe it's just because it came from the amplified version, but the disciples chose to follow Jesus into that boat. For sure, for sure. It if you ever read that chapter, um, in the pri- the verses prior, it talks about one of them asked him, "Um, what do I need to do to come follow you, Jesus?" And so he told them to do some different things. And then when we get to verse twenty three, that's when they decide to follow him. Just want to encourage someone to follow Jesus today. Um, there's going to be some things God is going to ask and require of you to leave behind. And you have to make the decision. Is it worth staying with them or is it worth following Jesus? You know, and it's always worth following Jesus because fam, he's like great. He Not even like great, he is great, you know. Um, yeah, I think that's <laughs> so good. And I mean, of course, it's like, yes, let's follow Jesus, but let's just take that a little bit deeper because they followed Jesus into a boat. They got in a storm. They got into a storm. And this, this misconstrued, not misconstrued, but this shows you that 
life with Jesus isn't going to be easy. Life right. with, without Jesus is not even easy. Right. So it's like, no matter what you go, no matter what path you decide, it's not going to be easy. But just think like, I don't know. I love taking that different perspective. And what would have happened if some of those disciples didn't follow Jesus into the boat? They would have heard about the story and miracle, of course. But I just think some of the disciples, <laughs> I'm sure it was probably Peter, which we'll get into Peter in a second. Because Peter, as much as he gets hate, like, I relate to him so much. But, like, Peter followed Jesus into the boat after the after you said a few verses ago. Jesus said, if you want to be one of my disciples, you have to follow me. Drop everything you're doing. Drop that career. Drop your family and come follow me. And they chose to follow him. And because of that, within their first interaction, they're in a storm. I would be, <laughs> who did I sign up to follow? Well, this is such a coinky-dinky or whatever. But it's like. Ain't no coinky-dinky. <laughs> like, not, let's be real. We don't talk about that. Like That is true. Like. We don't, I feel like we don't talk about it, but it's all like if you ever meet or met someone that is really following Christ, they really that's in this thing with him, they're going to tell you that there's going to be storms. But the thing is, you could have an, you could have a storm, you could go through a storm and there'd be no, um, no, what are them people called? No, what are them people called that they'd be at the beach and they'd be saving you? Lifeguards. Lifeguards. Like there you can go through a storm or you can drown and there be no lifeguard around but you right. can go through a storm and there could be a lifeguard around and that's the difference between between being in relationship and following jesus and being and not being the one right. it's walking around life with following it following out the god following out the jesus it's walking around life with a lifeguard when you're not following him or you're not in relationship with him it's walking around without a lifeguard yeah and life take that break that word apart life guard it's to guard your life flip it around to guard your life imagine just now like where you're at like dang like if i didn't have jesus or if i wasn't following him i would have been who would have guarded me in that in that moment i could have been dead in this moment but i have the one who is life guarding my life that just wrecked me yeah that's so good <laughs> literally like those who are in relationship with Christ and who are following him, sometimes we don't even realize that the lifeguard is in, that a lifeguard is near because we're just trying to swim through. We trying to, oh, I got a life jacket on. I got, I can do this. But it's like the lifeguard is right there. And all you have to do is literally call out for help. All you have to do is wave your hands. Or you just have to just say help. And the lifeguard is coming. Yeah. He's not a lifeguard that doesn't hear you, but he's a lifeguard that sees you, hears you. And he knows where you're at. Jesus knew they were in the boat, G. Like, I mean, yeah, he knew they were in the boat. And he was sleeping. He was at rest. But he had never had a problem with getting up and showing them that the lifeguard is here to save you type of thing. You know? Yeah. He questioned their faith, but that's a little deeper part. But, like, he had no problem with saving them. Yeah. Jesus, God, the Holy Spirit, all three in one, he will never have a problem with saving you. He never had a problem with saving you when he died on the cross. So we're getting deep into this already. And it's five minutes in because <laughs> that's so good. It's so good that we have the lifeguard always. But I think that revelation comes with the 
I I wouldn't say a lifelong, but a long relationship with Christ. And I feel like we need to talk about those that are not necessarily baby Christians, but just haven't seen God in that way. My heart always goes out to people like that. And so that's why I always want to bring in that perspective. Like, yeah, let's bring in the perspective of middle. Again, if you haven't seen that or listened Mm -hmm. to that episode, go back and listen to the middle because the middle wasn't the storm. The middle was them following Jesus into the boat. And which, ooh, let's pause there already. They just dropped everything they knew to follow a stranger. Look. And the stranger was a a storm. He was a stranger by chapter eight. I mean, I read the gospel. Okay. Okay. Not a stranger in that way. But I guess stranger isn't the best word, but I think a friend that they just started getting close to. Close to know, yeah. So they had I, to. They saw something. Yeah. He wasn't a complete stranger, but like you know, it's like getting in a friendship, and then like two weeks, you like, I be here's my life. Yeah. Here's well, they life. didn't know what they were what signing up for. I that mean, Jesus did give them like warnings, but like, mm-hmm. let's just really pause for a second because there's something else you brought up too that I want to touch base on, but they dropped everything and the person who said follow me led them into a storm that's tough i would be oh we'll get into that we'll get into that it's like that i want to bring up is while that storm was happening jesus was taking a nap now again here is where i relate with peter now people I feel like people, when they read the Bible, they think of like, holy art thou, everyone's talking like that, and these and these and thou are just, all of those words are just mm-hmm. greatly used in that way. I feel like everyone thinks the Bible was just this proper way of speaking, mm-hmm. which I mean, we don't know, but I'm sure Peter had a little Chicago side to him because- Peter, Peter cussed. That's true. That's true. Peter knew that little girl out. (laughs) Peter cussed like a sailor because he was on that boat and knew how things went. (laughs) Peter cussed like a sailor later on in life. That's so true. But I'm sure all the disciples are freaking out. And I, as I read this story, I always think Peter probably was trying to find something and looked off to the side. I know that ain't Jesus sleeping. I would have, but would have been shocked. I would have had to come to some sense and be like, what's what are Jesus there for? Like, hey. imagine you're going in a storm and you see one of your friends just sleeping. I wake up. It's not hey, even a tap. Wake up. Yeah, y'all got some of them friends. I got some of them friends that will nap their life away. Like, <laughs> it don't matter what's happening. They going to get them a nap. And I felt like Jesus was that. He was like, he said, all right, we for the cross. It might be a limited. I don't know how big this, this lake was. Let me go ahead and take a nap right quick. Let me rest. Boat shaking. He think he getting rocked to sleep. <laughs> Jesus right thought he was getting rocked to sleep. <laughs> and Peter like, Jake, get up, bro. You don't feel this walking up. I would be, I know that's not Jesus sleeping. I know. The one who said to follow me into this boat, sleep. <laughs> no. You're looking at everybody, you like, do you see him? You see that uh, little, that, that voiceover with Medea be like, you see me see him? 
I see you. Yeah, y'all see me. They probably look talking on the butt like yeah. that. Like, you see this man sleeping? Sleeping. <laughs> sleeping. He was resting. Resting. Like, there's a difference between sleep and rest. <laughs> look, because when you're resting, they. You're, you're out. You're out. Your body is on shutdown for a moment. <laughs> and was- some people where I get that, I'm kind of a light sleeper, but now I've gotten to the point where like I can, I'll still be not necessarily sleeping, but it won't bother me if the lights are on or if there's movement. Like I, I'll still be That's asleep, how- I guess, in a sense. I, be- I know some people, there could be an earthquake. <laughs> A tornado going through their room. They're not hearing any of it. They're not moving no more. That's, I kind of like that too. Like, it'd be like, like, I'm waking up out of my sleep, but then it'd be like sleep that are like, I can hear people moving around, but I'm not going to, I probably won't ever really get up, get up. And it'd be that sleep where I'd be dead sleep. Like, I ain't hear nobody say nothing. I ain't hear no calls. I ain't hear none of that. I'm out for the count and I'm, and that's it. Jesus probably out for the count. <laughs> now he, I want to say he was out for the count, but he was, he had to be. He was probably tired. And I feel like we don't yeah. talk about that too, because Jesus was a human as well. And humans do get tired. And Jesus yeah. went from preaching and healing. So yeah. from preaching and healing, he, needed, he to needed to rest. And I just thought of this too. I feel this comes later on in the Bible. Again, read the Bible because we see Jesus in this certain way, but Jesus was human too. Remember when Jesus was walking with the disciples and he saw that fig tree that had no fruit and he said, cursed be that tree. May you never bear fruit no more. Jesus was hangry in that moment. Can you imagine preaching or doing a big conference and you want... (laughs) So lately I've had a love for Chick-fil-A and I feel like that's the Lord's food. So imagine you have a big conference. Yeah, you're right. It is. Imagine going through a big conference that you're speaking at. You didn't get to eat before. So you finish it and you're like, oh man, I know there's a Chick-fil-A next door. And you go to the Chick-fil-A and it's closed. Or no, they ran, not even closed. They ran out of food, but they opened. (laughs) I made this Chick-fil-A never have business again. (laughs) That's how Jesus was. Mm -hmm. And again, we don't talk about even the disciples seeing that too. Like, can you imagine like walking with Jesus and (laughs) he starts a curse in a fig tree? Like, I'd be, who is this guy? (laughs) Hey, bro, there's another one down the road. (laughs) Exactly. It's like McDonald's. They're on every corner. It's like when you're, it's just like, I'm hungry now. Like, it kind of looked you remind me of a Snickers commercial. Like, yes, you're not you when you're hungry. (laughs) Like, literally, some people are not themselves when they're hungry. No. They they don't, some people don't make decisions when they're not, when they're hungry. They, because it's it's a whole different sometimes a different person because you really need a level of like nutrition to like function and i can see like see jesus like gee i kind of need i need this and it's just like gee you're not even or you're that hungry or need that energy that the least inconvenient thing happens Mm -hmm. and it's enough to ruin the rest Mm -hmm. of the day well i feel like jesus was hangry in that moment and yeah. he just wanted something. And I believe that's why he cursed that tree. But that's a whole other story. Let's get back to this. To them in the boat. As much as we need food, we need rest as well. Yeah. And I think Jesus was tired. So he was sleeping. 
Yeah, like like y'all and like Jesus, one thing you're gonna do is get your rest. And like throughout the gospels and Jesus' life as we see it in the gospels, uh, we see moments where he retrieves by himself or like he gets that alone time. And in those times, like he's either sleeping, talking with God, like he's rejuvenating, he's finding rest. So sleep is very essential. <laughs> In everyday life, you know that we know that Jesus know that if he didn't know that, then when I slept on that boat, like that was real rest. And in him rest, like it's one thing for him to just rest, but he was resting in the storm. And for some of us, that's very hard to do, um, because we're too focused on the storm. Yeah, and it's just like, yes, I'm in the storm, but there's rest here, and there's rest here because peace is also here when we were talking about this earlier uh the code did <laughs> did this thing you guys know the prayer hand <laughs> and it was like rest rest is one hand peace is the other hand tuck it under your head and boom that was jesus he was rest and peace it was all in the boat and there was nothing nothing more and it's just like while the storm abroad like it took them realizing that jesus was in the boat they the boat the boat mm. was covered like it was covered they was in it and then they realized that he was that they remembered oh he's in the boat like wake up in type of thing and it's so much perspective too because it took them being in a storm to realize who was it took them being in the storm to realize one who was in the boat like we we heard you we see you do all these things like and i'm sure some of the disciples when the storm came, they started looking for life jackets or how to grab the anchor that was at the bottom or mm-hmm. food and all these different things. So it's like when the storm came, what are you looking for? This is a sermon. What are you focused on in your boat when a storm comes? Yeah. And I'm sure some of them didn't look at Jesus first because they didn't yeah. realize he was there since he was sleeping. It's it's literally you guys you you've heard so many sermons on here so there's so many things we can say and point out about this but i think that's why i do like the story so much yeah popular all my churchgoers know sunday school sermon Mm -hmm. but it's just like you can get so many so much like clarity guidance and even revelation whatever you need out of the scriptures because literally um you've heard us probably you've heard it us say it in our previous previous um episode of saying like how god says i am he is i am that i am and you can see that he is everything that we need throughout the gospels throughout the bible um by just simply showing up and just kind of like doing doing and saying what we need to hear what we need to see what we needed in life like he has shown that it's literally a book to show you that i am who you need him to be he is everything so in this moment they needed they needed to see rest in a storm in this moment they needed to see that the prince of peace was in the storm and was able to calm the seas there's nothing like a peace that's just a passage your understanding jesus is a peace that's a sometimes that's no not sometimes surpasses our understanding because he's infinite and we're finite yeah right we're finite he's infinite so we can't always we're not we're never going to be able to wrap our minds around him it'll pop boom like the heck was that (laughs) he is literally everything we need so in like like i said we in this moment we see him being the prince of peace we see him being rest we see him being 
the authority that we we have and that we need like the thing is in the scriptures i can't remember which gospel on and which chapter and verse but um i don't even think it's in the gospel i think it's somewhere else um it says we have the power that the power that rose jesus christ from the dead lives on the inside of us and it's like we have that power and i wonder if the disciples the disciples probably didn't know this but i wonder had they not locked into the authority that they had in them that was around them um event, i think it was eventually they of course they know they know this because they started doing stuff and going out into the nations but i just kind of like peep like we probably had they had that power then but they were not aware of it so it's like sometimes we have things locked inside of us that we don't fully get aware to until later which is sometimes very purposeful and then sometimes it's like i had that all along and i didn't know because of blase blase but i'm grateful and then so i think that idea of them having the power to calm them calm the storm themselves i think that idea of them having that power and not knowing it was almost on purpose because I think part of Jesus's assignment was to come down to earth as a human to be an example for what we can do and you won't know how to do something unless you've seen an example of it done I guess you won't know how to do something well until an example of it has been proven or shown to you and I think we also have to remember like this was their first interaction I would say by themselves with Jesus because they started following him right after like the Lord not necessarily singled them out in the crowd, but mm-hmm. pulled them over to be his disciples. And so they are just learning about Jesus, even though they'd been following him like the crowd too, they don't even realize what type of power Jesus helped. I mean, mm-hmm. he saw the miracles. It's one thing to see miracles on land but to see something like that on earth, especially when some of them were fishermen. And mm. that actually brings back another point to yeah. what what they looked for, what they did when the storm started coming. Some of them, I mean, mm. there That's... was a fisherman on that boat. So I'm sure his first response was to grab the supplies that he knew because he'd probably been used to a storm like that before. But yeah. some of the other disciples were like, I don't know, let me look for the person who were on the boat with. And yeah. then realize that they were sleeping. Yeah, that's good. Like, that's such a, you know, a good perspective on how they were fishermen in a boat. And it's like, I'm pretty sure they've seen storms before. If you think about it. for those, those of them that were um, fishing, I think it was like John and James that were fishermen. Um, but for them to be on the boat and, you know, be fishermen, I don't know, it's, it's kind of like a, the thought of it to me is like they never probably had the common storm or they probably never fished during a storm right you know so it's just like what do i do you can be something but never be prepared to be either that in a situation because they didn't necessarily have to be fishermen but to show fishermen like qualities or to learn how to even know how to navigate the boat through a storm because if you watch ever watch a show those that that be out there fishing and stuff they know how to navigate the boat when they're fishing especially during the storm or when waters got high so it's just like i'm a, yes i'm a fisherman but i've never had to navigate a boat 
through a storm probably so there's different you know so yeah. many ways to look at it like right different. that's why i think it's so interesting or maybe they've seen a storm but it was bad enough where they didn't know what to do mm-hmm. yeah. and so they all were in uncharted uh territory sure. now even if that's someone career path so mm-hmm. yeah no that's interesting i feel like we went on yeah. a whole different path of <laughs> that, but it oh, brought so- out a new perspective that we weren't even thinking about, which is why I love yeah. this. Um, because yeah. I feel like I've heard different perspectives of the story as a whole in church, even from different churches and different pastors. But I feel like even why I loved our conversations always throughout school is that we would find a part of the story or a piece and mm-hmm. really dive into the perspective of that as well. Yeah. We've just been digging all through We're this. And digging. Picking it in and out. I think even with this story, that is just a piece of it. We forget the power of a power nap. <laughs> I think that's exactly what Jesus was doing. That power, yes. that 15 minutes of rest does a lot for us. And so I think we could... Jesus could have been so tired that he needed that energy, the power of a power nap to help maybe even calm him so he could calm the storm. Because mm-hmm. now what if Jesus was extra tired? He maybe could have been foggy in the brain too and not known the best way to do it. Maybe he would have said, all right, let's go to, uh, let's just take this to shore now or drop your anchor or something like that where it's like yeah, yeah those could have been solutions but he would have not fixed or shown even the example that they needed in that yeah. moment and it's like as you were saying it kind of like maybe pull you back to what's that verse 26 and i was thinking about it before as you were talking a little bit earlier where it says he said to them why are you afraid you men of little faith he was showing kind of like showing them that they didn't have to you know be afraid their faith it is interesting for me it's like why would you say why are you afraid you men of little faith the thing is it's not that they were afraid it was that you men of little faith part it's like do you not know that i'm in the boat when i say me do you not know that you have god in the boat with you do you not know that because they didn't know that they said what kind of man is this that even the winds and seas obey him like they were very much unaware of who was in the boat and that the power that lied that laid lied inside the boat like actually like the power was lying right but like the one who had the power i still keep thinking i'm sorry (laughs) i still keep thinking of peter because I relate to so much of this story. I feel like even when Jesus said that, why are you afraid? I'd be, what do you mean? Why are you afraid? Do you not see the storm around us? And I think we're quick again to kind of just hop over that part where he's like, why are you afraid? You have little faith. I would have been, hold up now. Do you not see the storm? <laughs> That's why I'm afraid. Because the whole time they're having this conversation, the storm is still happening. <laughs> that's so true 
Ponell woke up said, save us. He probably, the winds in the boat is literally shaking. She's like, why are you afraid, folks? What do you mean? Like, you real little I'm sure afraid. they were holding on to the side of the boat, yelling <laughs> at each other. <laughs> and Jesus like, got it. Why like, are you afraid? Look around. <laughs> I'm going to be tossed off the joint. And it's just like. I'm about to be like Jonah and get eaten by a whale. <laughs> Oh, they wasn't. They wasn't like in the ocean. They was on a lake. Oh, that's true too. A storm on a lake. That's so. We don't talk about that either. This was already an uncommon. They were just going across the river. Now, where do you hear about storms on a lake? Like, (laughs) literally, no. Like, think about it. It's water. It can. It can brew up anyway. Like now, I'm gonna say probably a lake i mean probably a river well, there's you know, big you know. lakes and rivers yeah, lake but Michigan. i mean let's really think about that as well we really hear about storms from ocean but like even like in chicago downtown like even when it storms like the That's wind true. lake michigan be when the, the waters be throwing lake up against michigan the be proven it can do a storm too <laughs> watch me work watch me watch me work but like <laughs> like it can still it was so many things happening around, like their environment. A lake can still cause damage. You don't need to be in, the, like, your environment doesn't have to scream. I'm in a storm for you to be in a storm. I'm in, a, I'm in the crib, but there's a storm outside. So I'm in a crib, doesn't scream. I'm in a storm. But if you go outside, you're gonna be like, oh, I'm in a storm. I'm in a storm, type of thing. And it's just like there was being in the lake. You wouldn't think, okay, that it's a storm. Like the wa- the water is really coming on top of the boat. Yes, that's what the scripture says. It was really covering the boat. So it's like, there's, there's literally so much. I just, I'm trying yeah. to calm my thoughts from veering off and going each way. But like, sometimes you may, it's like be in a storm, but you're covered in the storm. And I think that's that's what's happening here. They were in the storm, but they were covered. Yeah. Not by the storm, but by the power that was in the boat with them that like they were good and then sometimes it's like we're you're good g in this storm but you don't realize that because you haven't looked around the boat or you forgot who was on the boat from the beginning if i'm on a ship or i'm in a storm if something going on in my life i'm instantly calling jesus g when i'm driving and it's rocking outside because when it rains in texas g it be raining i just be like this this it don't rain this hard at home on a like when it rain at in Chicago like it it rain like it is just it'll drop but like when it rain here when it's just raining it feel like it's stormy like it's pouring what's up with that like why you gotta do all of that like and I'd be like Jesus 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 okay Lord like I'm calling on that because like yes I could pay attention to what's the water how the water may be rising around me that's still gonna happen but if i'm just keeping my eyes and my faith on the one that's gonna like get me home i eat jesus in my car like if i'm really putting my faith in what's really gonna get me to the other side of this lake then i'm not gonna be worried about how high the water is getting yeah i might i might get a look at something then i'm like okay i know who's in the boat and that takes time of knowing who's in the boat i really because it didn't it took them like a couple of minutes probably to realize who's right. in the boat they're like, oh Jesus, you know, let's let's go wake him up. Let's wake him up. Save us. He didn't they, they didn't ask him to calm the storms. They just said save us. Sometimes we're like, Jesus save me. Yeah. And I yeah. think 
that's exactly it. Sometimes we don't know what to do, but just say, Jesus, save me. Mm-hmm. Um, but that takes time and knowing those simple words to call. And again, going to that other perspective of how many of us, I guess, have gone through a storm and Jesus may be quote unquote sleeping. And I feel like when we go through trials and Jesus is nowhere to be found, some of us start to doubt his capabilities. I've been there where it's like, you said you would be with me when a storm came, even with and without a storm. I'm in a storm. Where are you? And I feel like that's the middle again. That's not talked about that. We kind of just, oh, when there's a storm, call out to Jesus and he'll come and save you or walk through the storm with you, which I feel like a lot of people talk about now more instead of Jesus always just taking you from the storm, he'll just walk you through it. Mm -hmm. But up until that point, what about those that feel I don't even see Jesus. I I don't even know where he is and the storm is here. Yeah. It's a good perspective. Yeah, and so I think we start doubting his capabilities and not to say that that's a wrong thing to do. Mm-hmm. I think it's a real place to be. And I yeah. think it's sometimes shunned. I don't even know. Yeah. Looked yeah, down right. upon. Mhm. What do you mean you're doubting Jesus' capabilities? Well, I don't see him. Yeah. It's because sometimes it sometimes it's hard to see God in the storm. Especially if you feel like, oh my gosh, the storm is so big. Like I don't know how I'm gonna get through this. Whether you broke to broke ain't no joke, or you ain't got no car, or whatever it may be, you your marriage is rocky, rocky road. Like it's hard to sometimes even see or just be like god like are you gonna do something about this and that was a whole question though i think the whole purpose of them getting in this boat is to see where their faith was and it's just like there's moments of course i think everybody comes to a point in their relationship where they where they doubt god and it's not like you're you're a bad person but you're human right you're human and god is not mad at you because you doubted him he's not mad he's just but he wants to show you he's not mad but he's going to show you that you'd never have to doubt him right the world your situation is going to make you feel like you feel like you should doubt him but he's always going to show you that I, you no need to doubt no need to worry i'm coming like i'm on my way i'm coming like i'm gonna calm the seas for you i'm gonna show you that i have authority over your situation sometimes we doubt god because we think whatever we're going through is too big for him or it's bigger than him and he's like that is literally like a tack on the floor for me like that's literally like a mustard seed small like it's that small to me like because he's god like he's so big g like he created this world like he created this floating little ball he keeping it all intact like he created what the little ball called earth it ain't little but it's you get the gist yeah if you think it's flat then you created this flat thing or whatever <laughs> but the way the plane go when i go up in the air it make a curve so we gotta turn up or something <laughs> <laughs> but uh yeah like nothing will ever be bigger than god nothing can ever be bigger than him 
And when you come, when you have storms, when you have problems, trials and tribulations, God is not like, yeah, I ain't coming in. I ain't going to help with that. She'll be all right. Nah, miss, I don't miss you. I'm glad I take the role. And it's like, no, like he's, he's not, he's not that guy. He's not that person that's going to leave you high and dry to be in the storm by yourself or to be in different situations by yourself. But he is very present and very there for you. And I always say, like, he really, like, it says in his word, like, I will never leave you nor forsake you. Like, I won't, won't do that. Like, he didn't leave them, nor did he forsake them. He didn't just poof out the, jump in the water and swim back to shore. He was very, he was present and he was there for them. Right. I don't know, I just feel like I always leave off on that point. But, like, that point of him, like, not leaving or forsaking. But it's, it's important. It's really real to remember that, like. Even then when you're reflecting, you felt like God wasn't there. But like when you come out of a situation, you'd be like, he was very much there. Because if he wasn't, I wouldn't have gotten out. Right. If he wasn't there, I wouldn't have kept, I wouldn't, I wouldn't have been in my right mind. If he wasn't there, I would have went to depression. I would have, if he was there, I would have went to suicide. If he wasn't there, I would have been somewhere else. But he was there. He's always there. You might not feel him, but he is present. It's like sometimes it's like being in a room with somebody. Y'all not really talking, but y'all there together, you know? And it's like, but if you like say, hey, something, something, they're going to survive back to you. Oh, let's go to this. Okay, I'll get you. Okay, you help me right quick. It's like that. It's like that type of thing. He's there. You might always feel it, but he's there. And you don't have to feel God for him to be present type of thing. He's there with you, you know? So yeah I love that I think honestly bringing it back to the beginning of what we were talking about how Jesus will always um lead by example he came in human form so he can show us what we can do as humans Mm -hmm. (laughs) and I think we talk about we have the power to calm the storm ourselves even with Jesus being in the boat with us but I think another perspective that we forget about is when a storm comes, it's okay to take a nap. We, I was taking a nap. I laugh so hard when I think about that because who tells you that? Me and Shania are here to tell you that when storms come, sometimes it's okay to take a nap. Take a nap. It's okay to rest. Yeah, that's the whole thing. Is rest, G. Like if you didn't take a nap, take a nap, G. Me getting rest, I go call me old or whatever. But you know your grandma, your granddaddy, your uncle used to do one of these things. I get out of my computer, start playing solitary. Okay. <laughs> no. That is peace. I'm not doing anything. My mind is being challenged, but I am resting. I'm gonna do it tonight. <laughs> Maybe. Well, I, I feel like the saying that our grandparents or even our aunts and uncles or even our parents would always say, like, when you'd see them sitting on a chair or something, and it's right. like, are you sleeping? No, I'm resting my eyes. <laughs> Rest. There's one form of sleeping. running around, and they're still choosing, you know, when a storm is around me, because these kids are my storm right now, I'm going to take a nap. Look. Take a nap because because it's the same with the sneakers commercial. Schedule. Huh? You said that with the sneakers commercial. Yeah, with the you, how the Snickers commercial says you are not you and you're hungry. Mm-hmm. Well, 
I feel like the same thing happens when we don't get enough rest or even take that power nap. We're not ourselves when we're sleepy or not rested. People become snappy when they're tired. (laughs) Yeah. Wake me up from some some good sleep and see what happened. <laughs> I can't have to do woke up sleeping good heat because y'all know y'all sleep the best when when it's raining outside when it's rocking and rolling. Some of y'all that's why Jesus was sleeping up. so well because that y'all rain be, outside was calming him. That storm was rocking him to sleep. Like y'all know how y'all. Be hearing it slowly good. fall on the boat it's the same as it tapping on your window jesus was good some, some of y'all go to sleep to that rain music or whatever that sound but it's just like you made me lose our thoughts <laughs> like he was Let's take the perspective of jesus in that story we talk about the storm coming jesus said finally so yeah. rain and calm to so i could sleep well talk about peace and rest jesus said rain and i don't look, even i'm sorry i am the peace i am the rest remain in me look you're gonna be rest and rain the perfect combo look. that was the holy three before <laughs> holy spirit came. you're talking about the holy three over <laughs> i'm done look no but for real <laughs> <laughs> Get some rest. <laughs> yeah, moral of the story, get, get some, rest. some rest. Because you being restless can cause uneasiness, which can trigger you to be faithless. Being restless can also cause the storm. You can create a storm. I'm going to take my glass on my head and on my eyes. What the <laughs> Because it just shook me. I thought they was up here. I'm trying to break it back <laughs> That being Sad. restless can also be the cause of your storm. If you did what you were supposed to do and took a nap, you would have not been in that situation, which caused a storm. Aye, 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 aye. Because <laughs> literally, like, sometimes we be in G. Sometimes you're not a storm tamer. Like, you're just supposed to go through it. Stop trying to be in Jesus's role all the time. Just like, you're not. Sit down. Because why am I losing every thought? Saying you man and I shoot you with the oppy stick. But back to what I was saying. (laughs) Literally, like. That's so true. I think. While that thought is coming back to your head, I just want to pause on that for a second because sometimes we talk in the beginning, we talked about how we have the power to calm the storms and that grace and power has been given to us. Mm -hmm. But sometimes, what do we do when that storm is caused by us? When it really was not a storm we were supposed to go through. I think QTNA. That's we, a question in the answer. Because it's like we talk about, oh Lord, why am I in this? The Lord said, Well, you did it yourself. It's like, like there could be a fire around you and you're mad that you're the one with the matches and the lighter. And you're the one who started the fire. 
Not mm-hmm. to say that the fire still can't be put out, but it's like we would have not it have been avoided. To, we would have not had to waste water if you chose not to light the match. It's an it's an uneasiness. Yeah. Literally like a storm is a, an uneasy sea, an uneasy water. You can literally irritate the storm in your life because of you're not being easy. If you're not being settled in who you are and the situation or whatever, your worry, all of that, and it's literally keep just jumping on me is that the whole faith thing is that like you didn't, not you, but we, because there's been times where I've been in the storm where it's just like my faith was low to the flow and it's just like do you not remember that the winds and the seas obey god do you not remember that he is in control do you not remember these things and sometimes like we don't remember it but i i'm grateful for those moments when those questions do pop up in my head and it caused me to remember and to energize my faith that yes Yes, he's still in control. Yes, he is the Prince of Peace. Yes, I can find rest in Jesus. That's the task. Learning how to rest in God. Because it's something that's talked about but not talked about a lot. And it's like, but how do I do that? A nap. (laughs) Our good friend, our good friend. Answer when it's a simple solution. It's literally simple. Because like, our good friend Alyssa, she used to have these bodies. Oh, love her. Love her to death. And I I remember one. Kissy, kissy. <laughs> <laughs> I remember one. I went to one and she was like, we're just going to like, you know, rest. We're just going to worship. And I took a nap, dude. Like, I just fell asleep. But I was so well rested. I was just, I was so ease, light, like a butterfly. Like, no, but like, it was just a whole different calmness, a whole different reju like i was rejuvenated and i was still able to go to sleep on time that's how i know it's the rest of god it's not just a nap but it's literally okay i'm gonna just rest on on him like and that looks like sometimes just meditating on the scriptures like okay for me like i'll i'll think of a scripture and i just like kind of like go sleep on it I'm not gonna sleep like go to i'll just go to sleep thinking about that and that's kind of like sometimes me resting in in god it's just taking a nap and it's because i'm i take i took a nap because i wanted to quiet my mind i wanted to quiet my body from being worried from getting up and doing the next thing and this and that it's it takes self-control to lay down because some of y'all get up and run go 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 and you're li- causing the storm because you haven't taken the time to rest maybe there wouldn't be a storm if you rest it you know type of thing isn't the average or what we're supposed to get the average hour of sleep the average um amount of average amount of sleep we're supposed to get in our age group i believe is six to eight hours or is it eight to ten like six to eight hours is the average and i feel like we don't even get that most of us if we're being real don't get six to eight hours of sleep a night. Look, I'm lucky if it's five. <laughs> no cat, though, for real, though. No. Like during when I was in school, 
I used to be a strict about my sleep schedule. I'm like, I'm going to sleep. I'm laying down by this time. I'm going to sleep by this time. I should wake up at this time. And that's perfect. Like for me to function at a great adult <laughs> back then was seven hours. Wow. I seven love hours. that because I feel like most people were not. I I will speak for myself. I was not someone. Now I used to be, oh yeah, I can hang out. We can do all this late to the we hours we hours <laughs> now i'm oh it's past 10 o'clock i'm sorry <laughs> i cannot i, I cannot I cannot attend. and it's not even but, like i'm going anywhere else no I, you're just cutting into my uh sleep. Gotta rest I gotta, <laughs> so i gotta get that wine outside that wine downtime yeah is crazy <laughs> <laughs> that's the part we miss out on is yeah. winding down so because true. that literally comes that is rest yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. That is rest <laughs> for your mind to calm the heck down. Cause I know everybody, if not everybody, a lot of us. Soon we lay down, you start thinking about your mama, daddy, your cousin, uncle, auntie, your mama, professor, last cousin back then in the eighties, for now to the fifth two thousand fifty, and you just be like, "Gee, I just want to go to bed," and you thinking about who taking up, <laughs> like. It is just like if you took the time, if we set that time to wind down, going to bed would be much easier. Mm. It'd be much, much easier because you're telling your mind, hey, we're about to go to bed. So shut down, put the phone away, just start the little white, the white noise, uh, do whatever you got to do because it's, it's time to wind down. It's time for rest. It's time for rest. Like the first part of sleeping. I think the first mention of like, you know, of some type of sleep or rest in the Bible, it wasn't stated as sleep. It was stated as rest. Even on the Sabbath, it's just to rest, to not do anything. Some of y'all can't not do anything, G. Because you be feeling like, I got to do something. Y'all be shaking like something. Like a shake. And it's just like, you need to rest. Because if you don't, you're going to burn yourself out and you're going to be so mad because you're like, I could have just rested and been to the moon but since you did not rest you deep in the ground because you didn't you didn't prioritize resting and as an adult it's hard it's very hard but very grateful for those moments so i'm like hey Shania, we're resting if somebody call you i gotta rest bye i can't prioritize it's the new self-care thing do do what you have to do to rest because it's going to impact your mind and how you encounter the storm if you're not well rested, if you don't have the, when you, gee, it's just somebody getting the right amount of sleep or just resting that does something to your whole body. You're like you're, be, you're so much a, better able to handle situations, you know? Things that would have easily made you angry if you had the right amount of rest won't even lift a finger or an no. eyebrow. You won't be bothered by it. I have felt the difference even going to work when I am fully rested in comparison to sleep deprived <laughs> look y'all get your rest because that you need it you need it for you and if jesus himself even needed to rest what makes you think you don't need it if the creator of the universe took a whole day not even an hour he said on the seventh day, 
I will rest. And I'm like, who do you think you are? And don't let God make you rest. Fun, mm. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to shut you down. Like, get your rest. Because there's just so much better with it. You just, you're, you'll be so grateful that you took the time out to rest, to rejuvenate. Not even just to rejuvenate, but just to calm yourself. Because there's so many things, so many busy. You, you probably spend eight hours on your phone or probably spend four hours on your phone. And then you probably have a job or some point where you're talking to 50 million people. And you either sometimes got to come home to family that want to talk to you or whatnot. And it's just like, and if you don't have those situations, you're probably encountering some some form of person or people throughout the day where you just need like, okay, that was a lot. Sometimes yourself. You need to rest from yourself. Like, hey, you're a lot. You were a lot today. I'm just gonna, just gonna rest. We're not gonna think about what happened. We're just gonna, we're just gonna rest because that was a lot. I think as we're closing the night, even it's just a reminder that <laughs> literally I'm a. I mean, it's so funny. Like as a kid, before we close, that we used to fight nap time, like. We knew we needed even back then that we needed rest, or teachers knew that. No, no, they would make us go to sleep. They would make us go to sleep. They said, "Go ahead," because they y'all know how y'all were. Even if you don't fight it, and I feel like we still do that to this day. And instead of fighting, just rest. Your storms, you may have less storms if you choose to rest. And we think sometimes storms have to be a big storm and waves and lightning and trials that come, but it could be little storms throughout the day that maybe won't be there if we just chose to rest. So take a nap. Take a nap, rest. You got to play some solitaire. Play some solitaire. (laughs) I'm sorry, I just had the shameless plug. Hey, but that's how you wind down. Look, that's how you wind down. Do what you gotta do for you to for you to be the best you. Okay. Yeah, that's good. So well, thank you guys for listening to another episode of This Is For You Too. Yes. Please come back next week as we'll probably do a part two because we have a lot more to discuss with this topic. Next week will be titled What Do I Think? So yeah. Let us know your perspectives and your thoughts also on this story because we want to hear it so make sure you go and comment under this um episode leave a review and go dm us on instagram facebook hit us up we want to hear from you we want to conversate with y'all too yes (laughs) (laughs) yes we love you guys everyone who's listening everyone who's tuning into this episode thank you we have a lot more coming enjoy your rest tonight Thank you guys for listening to another episode of this is for youtube podcast please don't forget to like comment and subscribe to all major platforms and until next time remember this is for youtube